Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The government could save $109 billion over 10 years if Congress implemented the president's proposed changes to the federal retirement system. The Congressional Budget Office says increasing retirement contributions, eliminating the cost of living adjustment, and cutting the Social Security supplement would save the government about $2 billion in the first year. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee wants to know how the Chemical Safety Board went about improving employee morale. Committee Chairman Trey Gowdy says the agency's employee satisfaction has been dropping for years. However, the board showed the most improvement by any other small agency on the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey. The Oversight Committee is currently investigating a problematic work environment at the Chemical Safety Board. The Transportation Department leads the government in deregulatory actions. A report from conservative think tank American Action Forum says the department took 110 deregulatory actions and only 30 regulatory. Health and Human Services came in second with 61 deregulatory actions and 22 regulatory. The report says the current ratio government-wide is 3.75 deregulatory actions for every one regulatory, beating the administration's goal of 2 to 1. NASA needs to improve its management of reimbursable agreements. The agency's inspector general finds its two electronic data systems it's currently using are plagued with inaccuracies. Reimbursable agreements are used when NASA provides goods and services to agencies and other entities. The IG says the agency can expect to generate $2.8 billion from them in fiscal 2018. The administration wants to add another central database to GSA's integrated acquisition environment. An interagency working group aims to reduce the burden on more than 200,000 federal grantees. The committee develops a draft, government-wide standard set of assurances for grant applicants. Each applicant must certify that it will comply with more than a dozen laws and regulations for each application submitted to the government. The White House says this requirement is unnecessary and redundant. The administration now wants to establish a centralized service for the collection of and access to government-wide grant assurances. OMB says this service will be available by the second quarter of fiscal 2019. I'm Jason Miller. The Justice Department gets a $20 million settlement with a contractor it alleges knowingly overcharged the Navy for goods and services. The lawsuit claims Inchcape Shipping Services Holdings Limited violated the False Claims Act. DOJ says the overcharging lasted from 2005 to 2014. Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson says the service is currently testing a new aircraft with a smaller operating cost. She tells the Atlantic Council the light attack aircraft will fly for less than $10,000 an hour. That's compared to $30,000 an hour for some fighter jets. Two prototypes will be tested in July at Davis-Mothan Air Force Base in Arizona. Another longtime defense official is calling it a career. Alan Lewis, the Defense Information System Agency's director of the Defense Spectrum Organization, is retiring after 38 years of service. Lewis will leave the federal government Thursday. He came to DISA in 1991 when it was called the Defense Communications Agency. At the time, Lewis was on active duty as a Navy lieutenant commander. After retiring from the Navy, Lewis joined DISA in 2005 as a senior executive. During that stint at DISA, Lewis led the Defense Spectrum Organization, where he helped develop policies and technological standards to make sure DOD uses spectrum more efficiently. I'm Jason Miller. The U.S. Geological Survey turns itself into a go-to place for information about volcano activity in Hawaii. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. USGS uses its own website plus social media to let people see the latest. Visitors this morning could learn where thin strands of volcanic glass, known as Palais hair, is landing. The material can cause skin and eye irritation, and which fissures are most active. USGS offers an email update service and phone answering center, and it adds a frequently asked questions section to its Facebook page. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.